0: Welcome to Streets, Sports, and Success with your hosts, Simon and Maurice. Let's go. What's up? Welcome back to Streets, Sports, and Success. And our surprise topic to each other is going to be, Maurice, what would you do if, if our mission was to create a locker room, a team, and an environment conducive to to winning a championship and so let's walk through what that would look like feel like what we would have the people do if they threw me and you a whistle and said all right here's your squad let's see if you guys can win it all you got two years what 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 would we focus on
1: what would we focus on I think that's pretty easy for one I would sit down with you and I say we need to define the standards with how we perform right And me and you would have to get on the same page as to what is the championship standard for offense, defense, special teams, and uh, what other coaches are we recruiting? And I would spend more time initially around the coaches and the type of coach that we want to bring in so they can echo our messaging um, um, than I would with worrying about players initially, right? Right
0: love it so much so much is is dictated on
1: on and leadership coaching. you know yeah, maxwell yeah. says
0: everything rises and falls on leadership so uh, al- first you said we would get together so the aligning yes. of the leaders yes
1: i would being
0: being on the same page yes and th- then
1: that's step one
0: recruiting and attracting the, the right
1: right coaches that's that's step, other leaders That's step one a uh right yeah. I, I would do that first yeah, right yep agree um then uh, I would understand that um, quarterbacks are the leaders for the most part of offenses. And I would say middle linebackers are the leaders of defense or um, a, a boisterous defensive lineman who has a big personality. And I would spend time around recruiting those guys. And on offense, I would, you know, get a, I, I would look for a, I would look for a Tom Brady, somebody who's dependable, somebody who's uh, consistent, excuse me somebody who has um a um a a solid reputation not somebody who's you know distracted by other things you know I I have a profile of who I would like to be my quarterback that I would have in my head somebody who's totally committed with football and everything in their life rises and falls on football Mm -hmm. you know I don't want to have somebody who has you know two companies on the side and you know football is just another thing that he does and uh, he, he's bridging his gap to somewhere else and i would also do the same thing on defense right you know obviously skill level would have to play in there and then um i would basically offer of those guys I would explain to them what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish and i would stress the importance of practice and and those guys being the ringleader of our practices and our film sessions and
0: so so we went from aligning the coaches yep uh, you also mentioned defining basically what would be the culture, how we wanted to play offense, defense, special yep. teams. How you want to play, def- defining how you're going to play the I game. So.
1: Pace. So, so, so for for those who understand football, football is all about pace. I would, I would definitely. I, I think pace is is the most underrated um, attribute in regards to football and business. The pace at which people work and how they work consistently over a period of time, I think, is like probably one of the probably like one of the things I think people just overlook it so much. What do you mean by that? The pace at which people work, like the basic pace, like if you're running a business or not running a business, if you're running a a, a a a five mile run, the consistent pace that you run eventually gets you to the destination. In sports, you have to consistently have a high pace, practice fast, get to the weight room fast, lift the weights aggressively be actively listening in meetings, be actively listening to film sessions, be actively like there's a pace to how you move energy, energy, you're describing energy. There, there's a passion s- and energy. You, you have to have that. If you, if you don't have that, everything else falls apart. I don't want the lackadaisical guy. I don't want, I don't want that, 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 that I don't want that energy around me. That energy doesn't win. The, 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 um, lackadaisical, I that doesn't win, bro. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I would, I would do that. And then from there, we would, we would start to assemble. So with a clear understanding between me and you, the clear understanding of the coaches and the clear understanding of the discipline the leaders on both
0: sides of the ball.
1: Yes. And, and, and we have to we have to with without a shadow of a doubt, we have to have uh recorrective discipline for anything that goes wrong. We have to be hard on our hardest people are the people we expect like more out of. And we have to not be afraid to discipline them in front of everybody, if need be, in order to basically accomplish what we want to accomplish. But the infrastructure is that, you know, you have to have you have to have the top aligned if you don't, you know, the bottom will fall everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And so that that is like my, my, my starting starting oven. point. I don't yep. know. Do yours, yep. do
0: yours differ? I'm 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 on. I'm on pay. I'm on the same page with you on everything. So that, that'll lead us into the developing the, the culture, uh, which, you know, which we were starting to talk about the culture of, uh, I would try to make sure that we're bringing people together. Uh, I think it's difficult to win. Um, even though people all different and they come from different walks of life, it's different to win, uh, divided. And, and so, uh, the enemy will try to separate you, you know, in in uh, in, in scripture, it talks about the, the sheep that wanders off, you know, from the rest of the sheep. And, you know, it's it's th- that's where Satan attacks you. That's where people attack you. That's where other teams will attack you is if you can get isolated to where you, you lose your 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 togetherness and cohesiveness as a group. Because I think, you know, ultimately, the most the, the most powerful emotion on Earth is love. Uh, you know, they say life is stronger than hate. I think Martin Luther King said that That uh, only uh, darkness can't drive out darkness. Only light can do that. And, and so, uh, you know, I think that uh, the, the, the ability for us to be able to bring those people together, uh, every team in the nation would have the same issues that we have. People coming from different walks of life. We're not the only place. Uh, people being having difference of opinions, coming from uh, parents who are Republicans, parents who are Democrat, uh, stars coming together to play different positions. We won't be the only team that has these problems, so we can't feel bad for ourselves about that challenge. Somebody's already figured out a way to do it, mm-hmm. and so I would find a way to focus our energy on making people get together, uh, doing things outside of football together. Uh, outside of practice together, trying to build a cohesive relationship and in family together, uh, understanding that family fights at times. Uh, but the 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 more love that I think we can create, uh, the more energy and power uh, people will go to battle when it's crunch time, when it's fourth quarter, when, when you're looking next to the person next to you, and you got to have each other's back because mm-hmm. this is a team sport. And so I would focus on developing that that culture. Uh, within within the organization of of cohesiveness in relationship Uh, you started to mention uh, the culture of uh, discipline Mm -hmm. uh, with people as far as uh, discipline with the little things you know I think especially in sports and as I'm saying this I'm thinking you know why do we get off of this sometimes in business because in in business you don't have the opportunity to coach athletes and in in business people are more sensitive to, oh, I was late, you know, I was late, I was late. Well, I had this excuse, I had that excuse, and it seems like people are – you you get accustomed to being more lenient because uh, we're in business and we're not playing sports. When I would think that running a business and running a team of people where there's money on the line, people getting paid for what they do versus college football or high school football when it's for free, uh, you know, those things would 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 transfer over. Uh, but I would develop develop that culture, uh, and then you know when it, I think it always comes down to once you have the players aligned and the coaches aligned, it comes to upgrading your talent. Uh, I don't care how good of a coach that you are, you're not going to be able to win because you have only a good jockey. You got to yes. have the right horse. You yes. know you got to have the right horses. And uh, so I think whoever would be able to recruit and attract top talent is who usually wins. You know i yes. I've, I've watched people in business do an average job with things in business or their work ethic, but do a very good job at recruiting. And I've watched people do a poor job in recruiting and have a good work ethic. And the people that recruit the best usually win.
1: Yeah. So, so one, let's not confuse that. You need very talented people uh, to win big. Um, another thing that I don't want people to overlook is um, – I think that I would basically recruit people who had a great IQ for the game of football. You know, oftentimes I think that that's overlooked. Uh, people who have an understanding of situational football, right? Uh, people, if you if you kind of look at why New England wins, New England has a conglomerate of just people who understand the game and come from solid programs. Not necessarily superstars, but people who are dependable, durable. You know, they, they, they have Chevys. You know what I'm saying? Mm, they makes don't ha- sense. yeah, they don't have Lamborghinis. You know, even Tom Brady, you know, from a from a from a car standpoint, you know, he's no exotic car. He's just dependable, you know, and he's going to show up every day. But he's going to listen to you. He's going to be easy to, you know, easy to roll with. He's he's going to take some bumps and bruises. He's going to keep on going and grow through that. And <clears throat> when I look at it, like from from, and even back to your point, and I wanted to say this, I used to think in business that there was a culture to. um uh, and, and I'll i bring this to football, but I, to your point that you made before, I used to think that there was the you ha, you, you could have the ability to um, be nice uh, to everybody, that you can have this fun and joyous and and cool environment. And my tone from day one to where I'm at now has completely flipped. And it's it is that business is serious, and it is all about execution. And the purpose of getting into business is to make money. And if you're not managing to that, then you're actually wasting time. And I used to be real soft on disciplining people. And I would be like, oh, you know, maybe you can give them a chance. Maybe you have an excuse. But if you accept one excuse, that makes room for all things to be acceptable. When actually that person is walking into your environment initially and you, you're setting a tone on how a person behaves. And you can kill your team and you can kill your business by keeping a shitty person on your team too long or keeping a shitty person in your business too long time. and that bad attitude is infectious. And I've had to lose friends in business. I really don't give a shit anymore from cutting them. Hey, I'm done with you. You know what I'm saying? If you, if we happen to not to be cool, that's cool with you. It's cool with me, but Hey, I'm, I'm not in the friend. I'm not in the business of maintaining friendships. I'm in the business of running a business. And to make it clear um, there's an agreement that takes place, whether you go on somebody's team or in somebody's business that, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm expecting you to be responsible to these tasks. And this is the the, the the performance that has to be done. And if you can't do it, I'm not criticizing you as a person. I'm criticizing your performance and your performance doesn't allow us to win championships. Right. Yep, yep. And so and, and that's all You got to be able to cut people.
0: And the that are me, weighing you down
1: when, when you first do it is some of the most emotionally wrecking things, because you understand that you're you, you're you're changing the, the the complexion of a relationship. But the the, the, the penalty of leadership is that. No doubt. You from coming from. Not gonna be liked.
0: Not everybody's gonna like you.
1: No, but that's cool though. That's cool, and I can live with it now. You know, whereas you know, maybe a year ago I couldn't live with it, uh, but I I can totally live with it and be cool with it and know that I did it out of a place of protecting everything that I've built with everybody else. And if you let one person on your team or in your business. Uh, getting to the complain, I call it the complain train. They get on that complain train. They look for passengers because they're they're shopping their story to somebody who identifies with them, who's just a fucking loser. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the, and the people who typically lose, they find other losers. Just like the weed head find the weed heads, the crack heads find the crack heads, the alcoholics find the alcoholics. We all find what we're looking for or what we're attracted to, yep. what's internally inside of us. Yep. And you know, I don't want to get too far off the track, but that was for people who coach people and that was for people who also are looking to get in business and yeah, to you got to
0: manage the negativity too, in the locker room, you yes. know, any of your cancers, any of your negativity would have to go, uh, in order to win. You know, yes. I, I think it's not automatic. You know, the sometimes people just cut people because they're lazy. I think, you know, sometimes, you know, like I, I look at, you know, the, the stories you tell me about you and, and Trestle, um, uh, you know, I don't know if you were a big pain in the ass at any point if it would have been the best move to just cut you. You know what I mean? It it just took Trestle, you know, somebody taking extra time. You know, you've mentioned the time, and he's mentioned to me that the, I'd meet with Maurice at midnight sometimes, 1 o'clock in the morning. You know, so it, it sometimes there's a process to – some of your better players end up being some of the headaches. You yeah. know what I mean? I have a soft spot for, for people that are, are – a little bit of a, of, of a pain in the ass because sometimes the pain in the ass stuff comes from uh, a place that if you can tame it and teach it, it becomes positive. You know, somebody too aggressive or somebody uh, uh, extra emotional or somebody that gets in fights a lot because they don't take no shit. It's like w- w- when you can that may take us some more time to sit down and let me develop you. That's part of development. We can't just recruit people and not develop them. you got to have a development. That's what the Patriots do well. That's what you've mentioned. Some of the coaches that that Mm -hmm. were your favorite, they they, they fucking developed you. They sat there and taught you the game. And so you have to sit there and help a person develop – Uh, And that's what some of the coaches on our staff that that we would develop would would do is that I would stress the importance of we're getting somebody 18, 19 years old that's not the finished product. So you can't just get frustrated and get rid of everybody. We got to sit there and develop people. And spend time with these people, but after giving them time, I'm going to treat a freshman different than I'm teaching a senior. Yes. I'm going to treat a, a, a red shirt freshman, 19 year old, different than a fifth year senior. We've already went over this for five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the 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 patience and the development of people, but then also having the balance of knowing when I've already had enough patience and the patience any further is going to cost mm-hmm. us wins because you're hurting the team and, and, and hurting the locker room. And I, I think that's something that's, that's, uh, that's critical as well. And I, I would also define – and these things, I'm trying to give examples that would, that would coincide and go from a football field to a business field, and, and that's defining how we're going to play this game. You know, I, I would try to define my team as if, if nothing else, I want to be able to turn the mute button on and watch us on film and have everybody say, that team is aggressive. I mean, that team is physical. They play physical. We know we're coming in here to play on Saturday and it's going to be – I mean, I'm just dreading going down there because I'm already banged up. I know it's going to be physical. I would I would lay that form would have to define me. It just defines my personality. And so you have to define that in business as well. This is the way we're going to play. So I set the tone coming out last year in business saying we were going to win it all and we won it all. This year I come out with, with a similar mentality and we're up, you know, we're up 20%. And I'm, I'm already letting people know, you know, and I got some of this from from, uh, from, from Trest because I'm saying, well, if you have a Big Ten schedule or, or, or you're going into the playoffs, and what if you play Michigan State, uh, Wisconsin, then Michigan, and then you go right into the playoffs and you got Clemson, okay? How do you mentally prepare because it's a natural mindset to, oh, we worked so hard against Michigan State, we won by three. Now how do you get back up again to play Wisconsin? Uh, Then after Wisconsin, how do we get back up again to end the season with Michigan? And then we did that, and now how do we win? So so you have to be able to to, to keep that, you know, and I think that's the difference is I think – you know what? What is, what is it? The uh, excellence. The the hallmark of excellence is paved with consistency. You you, you got to be able to be consistent in the ability to not just get hot, but we got to be able to stay hot mm-hmm. as a group. And so we can't just play one good game. We got to be able to play. Sometimes you can have you you have four great teams that you play in a row, and you got to win them all. And you got to be able to elevate. And so for us, you know, for me is is my mindset is is I had to. Let them know here's what the schedule is going to look like. We're going to be grinding through these months and and pushing uh, a little bit and not dictating my mindset off of the weak people that I know will complain that it's hot in practice or we're practicing too hard or all that. I have to dictate it based on – the top 20% or the top 60% Mm -hmm. that are looking to me to lead them to their dreams. And if I'm truly, if you hire me to truly lead you to a championship, I can't come out here and give you exhibition uh, coaching. If you want to win a championship, I got to be real with you and say, yeah, we're going to have to fucking grind this month. And guess what? After we get back from that one-week break, we're going to have to come back and we got to put together four hardcore weeks again where we're zoned in, pushing, all distractions are gone, the energy level got to be up and not feel bad about, oh, I'm, I'm working them too hard or I'm, I'm pushing them too hard because I haven't found a way to win championships other than exerting a lot of energy and Without other than working that. hard. I mean, there everybody shies away from – The understanding of it's going to take blood, sweat, and tears in order to win. And they say blood, sweat, and tears for a reason. You're gonna bleed. You're gonna, and so in business, it may not be bleeding physically, although it may be, but it it is gonna be bleeding, you know. mentally you feel hurt a little bit mm-hmm. you know blood sweat you're going to have to grind tears you're going to have moments where you feel like you just you want to give up and you could mm-hmm. just cry you have a breakdown something goes on in your personal life and we got to be able to win in in spite of all of that if we're aiming for a championship and not just aiming to exist oh, or to win
1: it. listen to me and for those who think that there is another way there isn't Mm-mm. there isn't and I you know and I, I want to say this uh because we live in we live in a um a, a very um fictitious reality now you know we, we live in a very and this has this has little to do with football but more to do with uh in the era that we consume information and oftentimes social media makes us look at success uh well monetarily mo- monetary success as uh something that's easily obtainable right yeah. we, we, we we look at it as like ah, no big deal if I, if I feel like fucking making a million dollars next week i'll go do it if I just focus I'll go, I'll go do it you know what I'm saying all right hey you know I've I seen this this new thing on Instagram or Twitter or whatever it may be and you know I've, I, I, I you see the end of the movie you see the end of the movie like a motherfucker right and yep. so we've we, we, we've almost done um, the younger generation a disservice by just showing them the end of the movie and not showing them the production uh, when, when the, the dressing room nobody and, shows
0: the, the process no.
1: No. they just show them the prize no and 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 that's i guess basically what i was trying to articulate you know that we grow up in an era where we believe that we can just surpass that and i'm just fast here to, i'm here to tell you easy it's not possible and the struggle that you endure to become who you want to become is the journey that 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 is the ultimate that that is i, I said this right Success is finding out or finding out what it is that you want to become, and pursuing it, and just figuring out who you are along that process. That is after you get punched in the face. That's what success you're is. You're gonna though.
0: get punched in the face.
1: But, it's like playing but,
0: football, with saying I don't want to get hit.
1: But but it's multiple times. Multiple times. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and 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 loving what you do, and and fighting for what you do. That that is the that that's the definition of success. Success isn't. Um, but like this, the cars a person may want, the house a person may want, those are a, by, those are a byproduct of making the right moves. Those are the rings, championship yes. rings. Yes. Nothing more, nothing less. And until you fix your perspective to understand things in that capacity, you'll always be a fucking hater. You'll always be from the outside looking at the end, always looking at somebody else and assuming that, things came to them easier they got lucky lucky, somebody hooked them up or to always make an excuse to justify why you ain't doing shit no doubt it's it's the world we live in i
0: I met a dude here uh recently at at an event we did a, a guest bartending thing uh me and a friend of mine greg and um i met the guy that around here he owns fox's pizza and so you know, pizza's pizza, right? So you had to do something right in business. Yeah. And and so on on the board at the Steelers games, they got Fox's pizza signs. And so I he'd been doing it a while and you know, and, and there's been I think his kids have been beneficiaries of, of some some uh some of his fruit and, and stuff. And so when I met the the OG, when I met the the older man, the first thing I did is is I shook his hand and uh and I said, Hey, nice, nice to meet you. I want you to know that I appreciate and value everything that it took for you to build this thing, all the long nights, all the haters, all the money you had to invest, all the times you wanted to give up and people told you to give up and you didn't, all the things that you had to do, all the lawsuits you had to go through, all the people hating on you all, to get Game to this point. I, and he was like, smiled at me. And it was like, you ever see, you know, we're back in the back in the day, every hood had their little handshake. Yeah. You know what I mean? We had the L's. You just slip it right inside. Yeah. You know, so, so every, it's like, that was like the the millionaire handshake. You know what I mean? I shook his I hand know. and was like. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, brother. You know I what I mean? This ain't no average, like, I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so this is what people don't get is that is that they see the convertible Bentley or the jet or whatever, and, and I, I want people to see, the bruises, the the wounds. When you talk about streets, sports, and success, you know, I mean, it's rare to find somebody that's been in the streets long enough and hasn't done any jail time or hasn't gotten stabbed or got a bullet hole in them mm-hmm. somewhere. And so, the, so I said, some of these people, they they look really clean cut, but if they open up the suit, it's invisible scars. They got invisible bullet holes in them. I've been but shot a bunch of times. I've been shot a bunch of times in this business. I've been shot at a bunch of times. You've talked to me when people was trying to shoot at me before, mm-hmm. and I wanted to shoot at them really. Yeah. And, and 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 so in that respect, during one of those battles, that that we made it out of, and, and uh, you know, I, I, I was listening to 50 Cent all the time <laughs> through some of this. I'm like, man, they tried to shoot me, but they didn't survive. You know what I mean? So. Ironic how I come back around and you don't survive. I'm thinking about how I had an attack from another company, you know, to mm-hmm. try to do this to me, and and all this shady stuff happened uh, temporarily. That doesn't ever win long term. You know, it's it's like a fling. It's like mm-hmm. dating a a chick on the side, you know, a side piece that looks good for six months, and then you're like, what did I do with, what my, with my family? You know, and, and so they come around, and what they were doing is they were showing uh, pictures of people that they were recruiting, and they would show, oh, this one uh, made $3,000 by Tuesday, and they're on the beach, and 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 they're not working, and this one made $2,000, and they get to go walk Johnny down the street to baseball practice all the time, and this was like their – this was their recruiting tactic, Okay and at the time i was getting upset and now towards the latter half when i i just learned in life that that there if there was an easy way you would have found it with your hustling ass okay i would have found it with my hustling ass way. okay if there was an easy way to get this done to where we could make $4,500 and be on the beach. First of all, $4,500, that, that ain't enough to, to facilitate the dreams and goals and aspirations yeah. we have for the people that we're responsible for leading. Uh, but if there was a way to just – in in here, you show up today and three months later you, you're on a beach for $4,500 on a Wednesday – There would be there. You wouldn't have to go be a dentist or a doctor or do. It doesn't exist. It doesn't. There's rules to this game. There's laws to this shit that I can't protect you from. It's like as much of of a great football player as you were. If you had a son, there was nothing you can do to help him carry that ball other than give him knowledge in game and make him work and prepare him. At some point, he can have to get hit. Mm-hmm. At some point, at some point, he's going to have to, and he can't go play in Vonnie Rogers, or maybe he could, but, but it's like the, if I want to play the game of business, it's just like if you choose the game, play the game of football, it's it's absurd to say that you want to to play the game of football and not want to get hit. And, and, and think you're not going to get a stitch or you're not going to get a bruise mm-hmm. or you're not going to get popped or you're not going to get your bell rung or your knee bruised or something. There's no way you can play this game of business, for those of you young people listening out there. There's no way you're going to be able to play the game of business without taking your turn at some shots. And I don't care what business you're in. It don't matter if you were good in one area. If you start a new business venture – there's some ass whoopings along the line you're going to take. You're going to take some hits. And you have to – the person that wins is the one that takes a hit and keeps on showing up, keeps up, keeps on moving. And the players that work hard as a redshirt freshman, even when they don't – they ain't getting playing time that year, those end up being the dogs two two years later. What are What are your thoughts on – Taking lumps and ass whoopings and in the things in the process that people can't get I see people get so frustrated in the process because like i'm I'm cool with a I'm cool with a payoff on whatever five years from today on on what on this on a on a business yeah. venture on on whatever I know the process that the amount of hours the amount of time the amount of money the amount of travel the amount of whatever that may come from whatever. For the, for the game five years from today? How, yeah. how do we transfer yeah. that mindset?
1: So I, I think I've uh, mastered the understanding of uh, what that actually is. Process. Yeah, and uh, and I got the analogy from a uh, car. And so as you're um, driving your car, if the check engine light comes on or if one of the signals comes on, it's usually telling you that something is wrong with uh, the car and it needs repaired or fixed, Right. And so I feel like whenever you're traveling through life and you become frustrated about something or you come to a obstacle or an adverse moment it's basically a diagnostic machine saying hey you don't know something you need to figure it out and check your oil check your oil right figure it out and get past this and so I've been easy, I've been able I've been able to see these things come down the road I'll give you a prime example so i became frustrated the other day that i didn't understand that what my building what process was it in i had to deal with mechanical engineers uh, architects and the fire department and so my frustration came from not knowing who had the ball in their court and how the uh, events were supposed to be organized and from calling these people and from kind of like getting an understanding as to what was going on and then also pushing the conversation as to what, what what I needed done by a certain time and bringing some accountability and direction, excuse me, to these people, um, I became uh, relieved. So I understand the process now. And so I'm not um, frustrated. And I know how to discover my frustration out mm-hmm. and say, okay, what, what's actually going on right now? Why are you frustrated, Reese? Oh, okay, you don't know what's going on, so you feel a little bit insecure because you're not in control. And so then I could tap into that insecurity and, and deal with it. And now with me dealing with it, I'm dealing with what's actually going on. And that's, let me get this person on the phone. Let me get that person on the phone. And let me figure this thing out and get some understanding. And so. and a lot of
0: businesses, you know, I think business is just problems. Problem solving. And you have to figure them out. I keep stressing, you know, when when B.I.G. said, you know, the more money, more problems. Mm -hmm. More, More money we come across, the more problems we see. The, the only way you're going to make, uh, if we're going to start talking about finances, the only way you're going to make a lot of money is if you're going to solve, solve a lot problems. of problems. Yes. And so you got to be cool with understanding every week I wake up, I know there's going to be some problems that I got to solve. And instead of being stressed out and, and let it get to you, you have to be thankful that you have problems to, to solve. solve. You want to, don't let the same problems keep popping up because then you're a dysfunctional ass leader in business. But understand the problems are never going to change. This is this is why – what I mean by change is that they're, they're, you're always going to have some form of problem. I don't give a shit how good of a coach you are right now. If you're the best coach in college football, Nick Saban been coaching for years. He got a new set of players. I bet you his ass frustrated as shit right now. Mm-hmm. There's some player driving his ass crazy right now. There's some Guaranteed. player not listening that is talented as shit that he has to figure out a way to communicate on his level to bring the best out of that player. No he problem. can't just say, oh, I'm sick of this shit. Th- this is how you win. That process is how you win. Solving problems is, is 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 how you win. 100%. And so if you're listening out there and you're trying to increase your value, if you're specifically trying to to, to get more money, you have to accept and embrace more problems. And the best way to, to encourage yourself that I could explain is it's like when you first start hitting the weights, sports, okay, and I remember putting 135 on the bench in eighth grade and feeling like it was 400 pounds and not being able to lift 135 pounds and now you know being at a place where I can rep even after surgery 225 pounds you know on the bench did the weight get any lighter or do you just get stronger as a person and so what happens is you just get stronger as an individual you get stronger as a person and so if you plan on solving a bunch of problems if you if you plan on uh, and you're wondering, man, how could I can't deal with this? I'm already feel like I'm I'm too stressed out. How can I grow my business because I can't handle anymore? If you keep working on yourself mentally and spiritually and physically, you'll be able to carry more weight and put up more weight. And the more weight you could put up, the more money that you make. And the weight is representative of the stress.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the more weight you deal with, the more problems you deal with. The more efficient you become, the better you become. The more conditioned you become.
0: So. More money, more problems. So let's get it cracking. Let's get it going. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Street Sports and Success. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks.